Okay, so welcome to Chaf Kislev. We're up to something called the Compiler's Forward. It's basically a letter from the Alter Rebbe to everybody that's going to eventually learn Tanya. But specifically to the people at that time who were basically complaining to the Alter Rebbe saying like, excuse me, uh, we don't want you to do this because we like talking to you directly. And like if you write a book and expect us to get all our answers from the book, then we're not going to be able to talk to you. So people were like upset. And so basically he wrote this letter um, to them. Just a small thing before, I was feeling personally like ungood about like going into this in Hebrew because I was like, it's just an introduction. I just want to start with Paragolith already, da da da. But then I was like, Hana, no, like this is part of Tanya. So go go with it flow with it and just whatever and so i did and like i discovered so many treasures like it's such a meaningful few pages like so meaningful and so practical and i was thinking like that is the point of tanya like one of the main points of tanya is that we're gonna get there get here a million times but that and we're gonna even see it in today's part but that to be immersed with your essence of self, you can't leave parts of you behind. It's like to go in a relationship with Hashem and to be in an alignment relationship with Hashem, you have to be full of yourself, not scattered. You know what I mean? Not like, oh, this part of me doesn't belong in my relationship with Hashem. It's like real relationships with Hashem, which is what we're going to right now. And it's gonna take the long, short way because we have to collect all the parts of ourselves. You know what I mean? but we can't leave parts of us behind. So we're not gonna leave this part of Tanya behind. We're gonna go forwards with it. I'm curious if we're gonna be able to do it in 20 minutes, but we'll try. Okay, are you ready? Okay, it's vulnerable to like actually read in the Hebrew, but I'm excited also. Okay. Vihi igeres hashlucha le... I feel like you guys cope it up in your phones if you want if you want to follow along no pressure but if you want to right after this okay this is a letter sent to all of Anash to all the people of our community Hashem should bless you Shimu Eli, listen to me. Listen to me, who you guys who pursue righteousness and who like ask Hashem for things, and and Hashem should in respond listen to you um, from the biggest of you to the smallest of you and I think from here like you're just seeing like right away at the beginning of Tanya even in this introduction to the introduction like we're still so at the beginning but Alter was already saying like, like have you guys heard there's this joke of like if you pray you're normal but if you hear God talking back you become crazy right like it's not a joke <laughs> like it is a joke in the sense that you become crazy because it's not crazy the Alter is like aligning us and getting us used to the idea that you could start to hear Hashem in your life. You could start to actually be in tune with the spiritualness of reality. Um, 
may each person in his own place, whether it's in this country and whether it's in nearby countries, come to this place of peace and, and inner peace. Amen, Kenyan So this is going to be the entire point of this entire part of each person in his place. Tanya starts where you are. Tanya starts where you are. It's kind of simple. There's a concept of that in therapy that like, it's like in social work school, like they tell you a lot. It's called like strengths perspective, like whatever. But one of the, one of the main components is like to meet somebody where they're at, right? Like somebody comes into your office and they're having anxiety and they're experiencing that. Meet them where they're at. Like don't start saying like, oh, but anxiety is really good for you because da 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 because you know, and it's going to end up propelling you into future direction future things and you're going to be one of those people that can inspire other people and da, da, da. it's like no you meet somebody where they are and that's that's what we're going to right now it's like to to really learn tanya we first need to have that foundation of like this is the experience i'm presently having okay that was just the beginning but that was like an introduction to the introduction um this is so vulnerable because like who like I haven't, I have ya. Do you guys get it? Like, this is Tanya, and I'm just like, Hana. <laughs> Whatever. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> uh, okay, then the, for the next few pages, Altara basically starts asking, like I said before, how could a book compare to Yechidus? People have until now been literally just talking to Altara directly, and then suddenly he's like, here, read a book and get all your answers. Um, and so in the next few pages, what Altara is gonna do is he's gonna validate people about about their own reasons why a book cannot compare to um to Yechidus and what I found so powerful in this is it was so validating for me because these reasons of why books don't compare to actually talking to somebody actually apply to me like it's actually how I feel and have felt throughout my life about learning Hasidus often through books so it was like it's like from the beginning Alter was like this is how you might feel but what we're going to see, especially tomorrow, is that's not a bad thing to be experiencing it that way. It's like it might seem negative, but the altar literally spends a whole paragraph, and here it's three pages, but it's really just a whole paragraph in actual Tanya. But every word of Tanya is, you know, meant for something. And the altar is not saying, these things are reality, shucks. You know, it's these things are reality, and there's actual, there's actual beauty in that. You know, and there's actual deep meaning and like necessity for it to be reality in this way. So the altar is not going to necessarily say why it's meant to be reality, why this is the ultimate way of experiencing chassidus and experiencing this kind of treasure of how to connect to Hashem in this deep way, you know, of, of getting to that point of Yikar Ve'lecha. Um, the altar is not going to say like why it's the ultimate today but just to allow ourselves as we're like learning it to be curious about why this actually might be even better than if somebody were to just tell you it you know what i mean okay he named mudaas zos ki meragla bepume de inche bechol anche shlamenu lemar ki ena dama shmias divrei master lariya ukriya besfarim so everybody's saying that you can't compare reading a book to hearing from a teacher why? There's, there's two reasons. The first reason, bless you. Thank you. Very quiet, niece. 
Let's see. Okay, so um, number one, she has Kare Kare Lafi Darkoi Vedarte. Lafi has Sagas Usfisa Sikhloi Ba'asher Husham. When you're reading, you're reading according to the way that you understand things at that time. Like, have you ever read a book while being distracted? The way that you're experiencing that book while you're being distracted is very different than how you're reading that book if you're like fully interested and fully immersed. It's like two ways of seeing the same exact words on the page. Wherever you are at that time, that's what you're going to end up reading. If you're thinking about your dinner and you're reading a book, you get through the whole page and you're like, I didn't even, you know? Even if this person knows that there's hidden gems inside of this book, he knows that there's like healing words and love words and light words, if his mind is in a different place, if he's not aligned with what he's reading, um, he's not going to necessarily be able to pick up on the truth that's inside of it. So that was the first validation. Like that if you've ever read Tanya and not fully grasped it, like the altar was like, I got you. <laughs> like I understand, like you, you weren't meant to. Your mind can only pick up where your mind is. So it's not your fault, you know? Okay, what's the second What's the second reason? So that's number one. Your mind is in a unique place. Based on where your mind is, that's where you're going to be reading. Number two, fascinating. Uvar Mindane, aside from this, Okay, so this, this reason is more about how not only if your mind is kind of confused or distracted or, you know, in a different space, but actually the fact that my mind literally does not look like your mind i have a completely different way of seeing things than you so if you're going to give us both a book and say this book is ms and i'm meant to read it and you're meant to read it the way we're going to read it is going to be very different right and so there are brings that out through proofs from our experience of life so what does what does he say books of like Books of Torah, basically, Sefer. Books of like Sefer Hayira, like books of like truth, you could say. It's like piety, but it's really like MS stuff. So they're going to go through two categories. The ones that are founded on human Seichel, right? A book you could say, like, even like, let's say, like an extrapolation of Don't Kill, okay? <laughs> I, my mind is not going to be the same as yours. My mind is not going to be aroused and awakened by the same thing as your mind is going to be. is the coolest thing. Basically, we say, whenever you see a crowd of 600,000 people, we say the bracha of that Hashem knows secrets. Why? Because what we're saying is that there's 600,000 people here. Every person has a different mind, but Hashem knows what's inside of all of their minds. And the Arab is bringing that, us that proof of that we each have a different mind. Like 600,000 people, 600,000, not only opinions, but ways of perception, ways of being, of, of thinking. 
You know what I mean? It's not only that the end goal of that you're going to get to is, which is what they're going to say next. It's not only that like what you come up with is going to be different, but actually the way that your mind works is going to be different than another person's mind. Um, so Yoshua was able to come into each person's experience, each person's mind. What, what's the point of saying that? Each person had a different experience. It wouldn't be such a big deal to say if everybody had the same experience. Okay, so he understood everybody. But Yoshua, and this is car- corresponding also to any Rebbe, that ability to actually see what's in each person's mind and to understand the depths of each person's unique understanding of things but what we're saying is that that means that we all appreciate things differently that's that's the foundation here okay so okay so what about the books that are founded on Torah? if we're all jews and we all you know have this like source of Torah, then shouldn't we all understand Torah the same but nevertheless right it's not the same at all it's okay um this okay sorry <laughs> In my own words. Okay. <laughs> We are one with Torah, Torah is one with Hashem, Hashem is one with us, there's this triangle going on. And the Rebbe is saying, even a few kal shebekalim, right? Even the lowest of the low is also united with this. What does that mean, kal What does it mean that in this context, like the, a low person? Somebody who's not aligned with their own soul, right? We're saying that all the souls are connected to Torah, all, the, all, the, all of Torah is connected to Hashem, all of Hashem is connected to the souls. Even somebody that doesn't align with their own soul. So even somebody that doesn't even believe it about themselves. They think they're like an imposter. You know what I mean? I, I don't, my soul isn't that great. Even that soul is united with all of Tyra and with, with Hashem. Um, because we're so united to Torah in that way, and Torah is Hashem, da da da, we have, technically, we should be able to have this ability to understand things about our lives based on Torah. But, but we're not all privileged to experience this, right? Like that story of that guy who somebody said like everybody's everybody's in Tyra and he said oh I'm not in Tyra and then somebody found right but it was even more so because the reason why he didn't find his name is because there was a race before it in the Tyra for the name of Rebbe and because he didn't identify himself as that person that can see himself in Tyra he wasn't able to find it separate note but it's so powerful actually um so not only are we not able to find our own place in Torah, but even even 
even about something like halacha, which there's meant to only be one way, technically, you would think, we all have different opinions. And all of those opinions, they're all words of Hashem. And the altar makes it very clear. Just a side note to myself. I wonder if we should be doing it in Hebrew every time. I wonder if the Hebrew actually distracts from what we're trying to learn. Curious to discuss this after. It's not, we don't have different opinions because of any other reason other than Elikim, the source of our way of seeing things is plural by its definition. Meaning, the fact that we have different ways of seeing things is actually rooted in the essence of who we are. Which is why there could be differences of opinion in halacha, like on a practical level. Um, if we're even able to see halacha in unique individual ways, right? Even more so than the way that we see the innards of our relationship with Hashem. Not only the outers, it's like if you can, it's like there's only, like the halacha is like the, the expression of the relationship, right? But if even the expression of the relationship is up for, you know, up for individual assessment, and how much more so like the, the actual experience of the relationship. The inu, the chilu, the our awe of Hashem, our love of Hashem. Um, Why is it subjective? Because our experience of our relationship with Hashem is coming from our own minds and our own hearts. Like we've just been saying, my mind and my heart is going to be different than yours. Not because, oh, the cause of being human. It's Hashem created us human in that way because that's what it's meant to be. My heart is meant to be different than your heart. Your mind is meant to be different than your mind. According to the sha'ar, according to like the estimation and the, the sha'ar, like the holding space, you could say like in my, the keili that I have in my heart, that's what's going to be, what it's, that's what is going to be able to be filled. Thank you, Nelly. Um, like it says about the, there's a pasuk. That says Naida Basharan Bala, that her husband is known by the gates. But what Shi'arim, right? Like we know like a Shi'or, like like a Shi'or is a certain amount. So essentially what the altar was saying here is the the beginning question was, how are we supposed to all learn the same thing from the same book? <laughs> right? Like we're all trying to get to this goal of learning Tanya and of learning this how we can actually experience Hashem in our lives and experience like spiritual and hi are you here for the space oh yeah 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 come in okay two minutes okay. one sec thank you so much um, <laughs> um we're all we're trying to get to this point of all of us experiencing this like inner sense of alignment with our spiritual selves our physical selves our emotional selves our mental selves this full alignment with god as our center right 
Enon Movada as our center. How are we going to all do that from the same book? Salter was saying, it's a really good question. And in the question, we're almost getting the answer, but we're going to do the answer tomorrow. But just in the question, we're learning a truth about everything that Tanya is and everything that Hasidus is, which is that you are meant to be experiencing it from yourself. The question is a question because Hashem creates us to be people that experience things from our own perspective, from our own emotional abilities and intellectual abilities. And that's how it's actually meant to be. And like the, this passage is just so beautiful. Naida Bashar and Bala, her husband is Omar Gates. Her husband in, in this context is referring to Hashem. He's known, you find Hashem through your gates, through your experience of yourself and your experience of Hasidus as it as it comes into you, that's how you find Hashem. Like a lot of times we think of finding Hashem and of Hasidus in general and of Tyra even as like this thing that we have to escape ourselves in order to find. Like I need to drastically change or be different in order to bring Hashem into my life. Or I need to escape this part of my story or this part of the way that I see myself or this part of my experience of life in order to be united with Hashem, in order to feel this emotional or spiritual experience. But what the author was saying here is your, your keili and your vessel is actually the exact place that Hashem wants to be able to come into. So you don't need to escape yourself for the sake of Tanya. Um, everything that we're going to continue to do is only it's going to only be as powerful as you allow it to actually be a part of you as you are now not just the you that you kind of think you could be or should be or wish you were or the story you wish you had or anything like that it's the you that you are now that's what tanya is going to be talking about um and yeah just um one other practical thing i was just thinking about about this is that to have that moment of like validation to ourselves that no part of the way that you think about things or the way that you experience things emotionally, mentally, physically, in any way, spiritually, is working against you. And that doesn't mean that we can't elevate ourselves and we can't, you know what I mean, um, expand our vessels. You know what I mean? We could be curious about how we can expand our vessels and expand our shiurim in order to see Hashem more and experience Hashem even more. That curiosity is amazing, but it starts with the, literally the beginning of Tanya, the whole, like the altar could have started Tanya with anything, but there's an introduction before it all, before all of it, and the altar was saying, the way that you perceive things is actually perfect. And it doesn't mean that you can't grow, it doesn't mean that you can't develop and explore more, but that permission to actually be inside of our own minds and inside of our own bodies and hearts as we are now, and realizing that that's, that's where Hashem is. Naida Bashar and Baila, where you are now in your reality is where Hashem is. So, Achayim, and thank you guys for being here, and yeah, ta ta.